Welcome to the Intelligent Equity Podcast. The mission of this podcast is simple, to help consumers understand residential mortgage lending and the concept behind building equity and living the American dream. Now, here's your host, Ryan Kiefer. Welcome to another edition of Intelligent Equity, podcast where we talk about all things financial with a bit of a focus, if you will, on the mortgage and real estate market. This week, I have a very special guest with me, Mrs. Terry Hankner from Comey and Shepherd Realtors, President Extraordinaire. So, uh, Terry, thanks for being here. Sure. Why don't you um, tell our guests, our, our viewers and our listeners a little bit about yourself, your, your background, and maybe how you got into real estate. I don't know if you want to tell them how long you've been at it, <laughs> that kind of thing, but you're kind of a big deal, so I would love for you to, well, to give a little Longer than I care to admit. Yeah. Uh, licensed in 1978. Came from a teaching background. And that's good because I think most of real estate is really about teaching. Mm-hmm. It's sharing information and uh, letting people know all their options so that they can make good, well-informed decisions. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so much of it is teaching and so much of it, so much of it is communication, being an effective mm-hmm. communicator yeah. and setting proper expectations. We, we talk about that a lot on the mortgage and we are very much in an expectation business. That's right. So uh, speaking of, with expectations with the housing market and the, uh, you know, we hear a lot of noise here and there about the homeownership rate and how it, it dropped the last quarter for the first time in a while. You know, it hit a high of 69, 70 percent, uh, you know, 10 years ago or so, an all-time high. Now we're down around 64 and some change on the homeownership rate. And I know there's, there's a lot of a push to, to help everyone buy a home, but really should, should everyone buy a home or own a home? You know, I don't think everyone should do anything. So real estate is is no different. Um, not everyone should own a home. There are some really good reasons to own a home, some of which would be certainly your personal satisfaction, the ability to have more control over your personal environment, the fact that Real estate is almost always a very good investment. In fact, it's an investment you can live in. There aren't too many investments like that. There are tax advantages to owning real estate, um, so, but not everybody should own a home. And I think you refer the lower home ownership rate about 10 years ago. And I think that was part of the problem is that there were folks who misguidedly didn't recognize that there's more to home ownership than just paying the mortgage. So if you're somebody who isn't going to be in that particular area for at least more than two years, uh, if you're somebody who just doesn't like the concept of taking care of Mm -hmm. a home or doing yard work or what, of course, condos, you wouldn't have yard work. But, uh, you know, some people, I think, got maybe pushed into the idea of home ownership when perhaps they hadn't considered all of the ramifications. And I think that was that was a mistake. And that's mm-hmm. part of the reason we ended up with the, the bubble that we did. Yeah, I, I fully agree. There were, you know, more and more programs came out and were, were manufactured to, to kind of spur additional home ownerships and not to just to blame the lenders because, of course, you know, it took multiple willing parties right. to go to the dance there and to, and to create, you know, a lot of the issues that happened. But um, right now, you know, as we continue to sort of recover from that and we're in a, what has been somewhat of a very brisk market this year, what are you seeing are uh, some challenges out there right now for sellers, if any? Well, for sellers, and it's a little bit the same for buyers too, the issue is inventory. On the seller side, 
it's inventory awareness, if you will. Uh, what is the inventory in in that particular market? Uh, sometimes people are, are inclined to listen to some of the national broadcasts, and it's either gloom and doom or everything's so rosy that you should be jumping on it right this very second. Yep. Um, so sellers need to be locally aware of the environment that, that their property is in. And that the best way to get that kind of information is to talk to a good realtor who can do comparable analysis for what that property is likely to be worth in today's market. And certainly part of that will be comparison, comparing to homes that are on the market right this minute, because mm -hmm. that would be your competition. Sure. And then, of course, comparing to homes that have recently sold mm -hmm. that have the same kinds of characteristics, you know, numbers of bedrooms and baths and garages and square footage and all that stuff that are current, that have recently sold and what they sold for. Because sometimes that information gets lost in the translation. Yeah. You know, everybody says, oh, yes, we're very pleased we sold our house. Well, yeah. they didn't tell you they sold their house for $20,000 right. less than they had it listed for. Yeah, details. So, yeah, details. <laughs> so you need a good real estate agent who is going to be able to provide you with that kind of statistical data. And then, of course, you need an agent who can look at your property and tell you the truth about not just what it's worth, but what it's going to take to put it in its most saleable condition. In, in our world today, uh, despite what you might see on HGTV, uh, <laughs> there aren't a lot of people who want to be fixer-uppers. Right. There are an incredible number of people that really, really want things to be totally taken mm -hmm. care of way before they got there. Mm -hmm. they, they want it to be just the way they want it to be, and they want to see that it's been well cared for for a period of time. Yeah. I always joke with our agents, tell your sellers to dust off the water heater. Yeah. And they always think that's so silly. What, who right. cares whether there's dust on the water heater? But I think there are people who come into the market and see dust on the water heater, well, that automatically means it's old and about to break down. Oh, yeah. We want so a new one. We, we want a new one. Right. Even if so, it's working yeah. fine. Put, put your house in, in really good condition as, as a seller. You might even consider uh, a pre-listing inspection. Mm -hmm. Some of the same inspectors who buyers hire to go into the house after a contract to purchase, if you do that in advance you as the seller will know what the issues are. And some of those will be things that, that you already know or things that you've never thought of. You right. just have forgotten that that light switch over there doesn't work. A little more work. control, though, of the process versus the great unknown when the buyer comes in with their inspector exactly. and possibly and you'll derails have, the process. Exactly. And you'll, you'll have more time to, uh, to take care of those kinds of things, and you'll have a better chance of cutting a reasonable deal with the contractor instead of being under the pressure of, of a time frame in a contract to purchase. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned fixer-upper and a lot of folks, you know, not able to en envision, you know, even just paint and changing colors, much less totally renovating a house. You know, that, there might be a show idea there for us. Maybe we should have a we show. Should, we, we should have a show called Move In Ready. Somebody you know, should of, do that. <laughs> instead of fixer-upper. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to take a pause here for, for just a moment for this week's Mortgage Minute. So recently we talked about the move lower in interest rates and how they're back near historical lows and what that means for folks looking to refinance and the reasons they might do so. Had a little bit of fun with that segment, I might add. But you might be asking, well, what's that mean for the purchase market? 
Well, it's good news all around for purchases, really, because you see every 0.75% move lower in interest rates means 10% more purchasing power for someone. So let's say rates just went from 4.5 down to 3.75, just for illustrative purposes. That means instead of a $200,000 house, you can now buy a $220,000 house for the same payment. And the even better news is that rates have actually moved lower than 0.75% difference. They've actually are over a point lower right now versus this time last year. So if you happen to be a move up buyer, you know, someone who might own a home that's say $300,000 or less, you are in a perfect position right now because there really is a shortage of inventory on those homes versus the higher price points out there. So if you've been thinking at all about moving up because you want that first floor master bedroom, you want a new swimming pool, maybe you want that man cave or that she shed, now's the time to do it. You can sell your starter home or you know, move up home for top dollar and then get a good deal on the next home that you're purchasing. So if you're thinking about purchasing a home, get with your mortgage professional today, get pre-approved, purchase the home of your dreams. This has been Ryan Keefe with Prime Lending and your Mortgage Minute. All right, we're back with Terry Hankner, president of Comey & Shepard Realtors here in the Cincinnati area. Terry, thanks again for being here. Absolutely. Um, we were just talking about some of the challenges in the current market for sellers and that sort of thing. What, uh, what are some challenges you might see for buyers in the current environment? You know what, it's a, the same thing kind of in reverse. Uh, the challenges for buyers right now is, again, inventory related. There are not as many homes on the market as there usually are. In fact, at the end of July, there were 12% fewer homes mm. on the market than last year, and last year was already was low. already low. So inventory is, is a challenge. So what can a buyer do to make sure they're up to the challenge? First off, get pre-qualified mm -hmm. financially and make sure that you're comfortable with that because right. sometimes people qualify for a lot more than they want to spend. Oh, yeah. You want to make sure that you're not going to be house poor and that the whole rest of your life has to take second place because of the mortgage payment. So you want to get pre-qualified financially. You also want to sit down and have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation about needs and wants. Mm -hmm. And needs are absolutes. Needs are the don't even tell me about that house unless it has these things. Yeah, three bedrooms because we have two kids or something right, like that. Right, yeah. whatever your particular needs are. I remember showing multiple houses to somebody who needed what he determined was a good school district. Mm -hmm. Come to find out the definition of good school district was the swim team. Yeah, okay. So that didn't occur to me. <laughs> so needs and wants are needs being the absolutes, wants are being the wishes. So it would be nice if it had sure. these characteristics. Right. So come up with a nice list of, of needs and wants mm -hmm. and make sure that your agent, yeah. yeah, make sure that your agent understands what it is that uh, is on that list. And then once you have that list, your agent can set you up with a, a portal that will automatically notify you when something new comes on the market that matches nice. your, your desired characteristics. And then once that happens, mm -hmm. be ready to do something. Be ready. Because it's not things right now, actually, uh, days on market, which is something we realtors track a lot, is somewhere around 30 days. Mm -hmm. You know, it, houses that people want aren't sitting around for very right. long. Right. Now, that depends on the area and the price range. Mm -hmm. So you have to keep up with your realtor and all of those statistics. But 
you're going to need to be ready to move. Yeah, we just talked about that in the Mortgage Minute, actually, how it's very much still a tale of two markets. If you have that starter or more entry-level home, which now has gone up to almost you know, 250 or maybe even 300000 In some cases, we're seeing first-time buyers take that mm -hmm. plunge somewhat because interest rates have come down somewhat mm -hmm. unexpectedly. So now they have more purchasing power. So if you have one of those homes and you've been sitting on the fence for a while, perfect time to be a move up or trade up buyer you know, those higher price points because while the days on market might still be low, they're not quite as low typically mm -hmm. when you get up into the higher price points versus the lower price points. Right. So what do you see, you know, as we record this, we're going in to the fall, um, which, you know, sad to see summer go in some regard, but other regard, it's been awfully warm out. <laughs> so, you know, as we're going into the fall and winter market, typically a little slower time of year, what are some, some tricks or tips or tidbits in your, your years of experience and wisdom in this business? Well, it, it can be kind yeah. of cyclical. I always tell people that the only really slow time can be uh, between Thanksgiving and the first of the year. Mm -hmm. And that's just because people are so busy with right. so many other things. But then spring hits like January 2nd. Oh, yeah. And, and people are ready to go again, especially right. in an environment oh, yeah. where the Low interest inventory. rates are so favorable. Right. And, but I think it's, it's a good time to, uh, if you're thinking of moving, move up or whatever, mm -hmm. if you're thinking of it, now's a great planning time. And even in those slower months, the buyers that are out there are serious. They're very serious. So you don't want to automatically think, well, school's started. That means we don't sell mm -hmm. our house until next spring, next April. That couldn't be farther from the truth. Right. The uh, cyclical nature of our business is much more tied to favorable interest rates mm -hmm. and market conditions than it is to the weather. Yeah. No, I've heard that as well. And I've seen it, you know, anecdotally in 20 plus years on, on my side of the business, you know, the buyers that you get out there, especially in December, if somebody's out there in the cold temps looking at houses in December, there's a reason. It might be a relo buyer relocating, might be a divorce situation. You just don't know. But if you're thinking about selling, you know, you might have a little bit less competition that time of year in terms of listings and your buyers will be very serious as well. So That's great true. time actually to, to purchase a home. Very well, Terry, true. thanks again so much for being here. Oh, Thank my you pleasure. So much for uh, sharing your vast knowledge with us on, on our podcast here. I'm sure the viewers will get a lot out of this. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do. Please share the podcast. And uh, we'll catch you next time here on Intelligent Equity. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Intelligent Equity Podcast with Ryan Kiefer. If you like what you heard, please share this podcast and hit subscribe to get notification of all new episodes.